deal with airplane peanuts. I'm not going into sober October half ass. I'm definitely charging every one of you mother just like I did last you year. To, when you're doing 80% of your max heart rate, for a minute you get one point. I had 1,100 points. And I read the comments and they weren't hurtful. They were like people concerned. And I was like, if yeah. that's how people are seeing me, yeah. that's not how I want to be seen. I want to be seen like Nas. It's been six years since Joe Rogan, Tom Segura, Burt Kreischer, and Ari Shafir all embarked on the first ever Sober October Challenge in the fall of 2017. A decision that to this day has not only changed their individual lives for better or worse, which we'll talk about later in this video, but also the entire comedy landscape's relationship with health, diet, alcohol, and exercise. You're not done with drinking? Oh yeah, I would, no, I'm not done with drinking. I'm gonna drink the rest of my life. The first ever Sober October Challenge started on October 1st, 2017. But back then, it went by a different name. The month of no drugs and alcohol coupled with daily intense workouts used to be called Sober Bert, fittingly named after the least healthy member of the group, Burt Kreischer. Joe, Tom, and Ari were all concerned about Burt Kreischer's drinking habits and weight gain. So they came up with a challenge that would eliminate everyone's vices for a month to act as an intervention of sorts for Burt. No drinking, no drugs, and vigorous daily workouts that were tracked closely by Whoop bracelets, all in an effort to save their best friend's life. If we go back to the very origination of it, it was a friendly intervention. And that's how it started, is three friends caring for a fourth friend and making sure that he didn't die. Since the initial month of sobriety, the Sober October Challenge has taken on a life of its own. Each and every year, Joe, Tom, Ari, and Bert have raised the stakes of competition amongst one another, enforcing punishments and upping the intensity of every workout. The residual effects of Sober October also started to leak into the world of comedy fans, with thousands of listeners inspired to take part in the 31-day challenge and make physical improvements to their own lives. But it doesn't end with the fans. In fact, the enduring legacy of Sober October mainly lies within the comedy industry and the comedians themselves. You know, I'm upset. I went to this place, Olstein, Olenstein, nice Danish bakery, to mm -hmm. get chocolate buns for the boys, and nobody wants to eat the chocolate <laughs> buns anymore. <laughs> we're on a health kick, dude. dude. All yeah. comedians are healthy now. We're trying, we're man. You we're got being it. stoic. But Pimpy's back, dude. Pimpy's back on my side now. He's ready to have a bun. Why, are you yeah. bulking up? I want to try to bulk up now. Okay. People have been... No. Not bulk up. Not Wait, you're not... You're going to leave this journey that you're on now? No, I'm not going to look good. I'm not going to leave the journey. He eats between 1 and one thirty. Yeah, you're doing but, the interview. You know, but it's been 18 months. <laughs> he doesn't practice stoicism when he's talking about intermittent fasting. <laughs> yeah, I need to practice intermittent fasting in my mouth. <laughs> what started off as three of Bert's best friends begging him to lose weight has effectively changed the mindset of dozens of the top comics in the game. Obviously, we all know about Tom Segura's insane health transformation, but it doesn't stop there. Today, some of the biggest names in comedy are all on the new health bandwagon. From Chris Stefano, aka Chrissy Intermittent Fasting, to H. Foley from Are You Garbage, almost losing 100 pounds. I, I lost like 40 pounds because of intermittent fasting. I was like, yo, rather, I think it was John Steinbeck that said, now that you can't be perfect, go be great. So, or something like that, where it's like, you're not, we're perfectionists. It's like, if I don't have six-pack abs after three months of working out. I'm quitting. You're down 50? 50 pounds. Wow. Which is weird how, that's how fat I am. You can't really tell that much. <laughs> this is also <laughs> true, but, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing. It's, it's going to be, it's going to be even more dramatic in, in, in not that long from now. 
I like, hope so. Yeah, you're gonna you're in a little bit. People are gonna be like, "Well, you really lost weight," and you're gonna be like, "Yeah, just down a hundred. And they're yeah. gonna be like, "What the fuck?" I know. Yeah, yeah it's incredible. You know. Yeah. The old days of wild rock star comics like Sam Kinison and Mitch Hedberg, living fast-paced, drug-fueled careers that were romanticized to sound super fun and pretty badass, have now been replaced by everyone's favorite comedians constantly pushing healthy, sustainable lifestyles. It might sound kind of lame on paper, but in the grand scheme of things, this change, inspired first by Joe Rogan fearing for Burt Kreischer's life all those years ago, has slowly become the new industry standard. Comedians have never been this dedicated to taking care of their minds and bodies, and it might just go hand in hand with the recent boom we've experienced over the last few years of guys doing more road dates, producing more content, and making more money than ever before. One of the great things about being challenged physically is it's also mental. The people that don't understand that have never really been challenged physically. People that think that physical challenges are just like, just physical. It's just brute grunt work. It's not, it's uh, emotional intelligence. It's understanding your desire to quit and you know conquering your inner bitch. All that stuff is, it's mental. It's playing out inside your head. And there's a mental strength that you acquire from that that you can apply to intellectual pursuits. With just two weeks left before the month of October, the question on every comedy fan's mind is will the gang be getting back together for round seven? Not only is it entertaining for fans to get to watch these guys go through this uniquely brutal experience together every year, but typically Sober October results in a few amazing episodes of the Joe Rogan experience, with Bert, Tom, Ari, and Joe all getting together on November 1st to recap the challenge and get up with almost zero built-in tolerance. So far, there's been no word from any of these guys suggesting that Sober October is not happening, but in the same breath, nobody has said it is happening either. Bert's been promising a significant change in weight ahead of his new tour, but this topic is something that he talks about on podcasts fairly often. At this point, all four of these guys are at completely different places in their careers, and it wouldn't really surprise me if they planned on skipping out on next month's tradition. But if that is the case, hopefully we'll at least get a group podcast soon to hear the fellas recap old times and discuss the decision not to run it back this year. Or maybe it'll be sober October business as usual. I guess we have to wait and see. Guest spots from last week? The Joe Rogan Experience had on Brian Simpson and Matt Reif. Two Bears One Cave was Bert, Tom, Andrew Huberman, and Corey Henry. Kill Tony this week was with Are You Garbage? The AYG fellas were also on Hey Babe. YMH talked with Dan Soder. We Might Be Drunk had on Ari Shafir and Joe List. Matt and Shane Seeker Podcast had Colin Terrell on the show. Are You Garbage talked with Garbage Island. Tom Takar was on the honeydew, Taste Buds battled best fries, Bill Bellamy was the guest on Whiskey Ginger, and Flagrant had on Shane Gillis. Barack Obama has <laughs> not the lead. He's fucking gay. <laughs> His ass wide open. That is we got one. Oh, bro. Bro. Another Stay one. In. Bro. Stay in. Tell him to bring out the whole chef. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> oh my God. I'm gonna bring out the chef's hole. That's wow. DJ Khaled, if anyone understands yeah, that. That's DJ Khaled. Uh, this past weekend with Theo Vaughn had on John Verveke. The Tim Dillon Show was a solo, solo episode. episode. The Blocks Podcast had on Terry Crews. Matt Reif was on First Date. Take Your Shoes Off had on Tom Segura. Joe Liss and Adam Ferraro were on You Know What Dude. Whitney Cummings was a guest on Christy Chaos. Tiger Belly had on RFK Jr. and Cheryl Hines. Sal Volcano was on Being Ian with Jordan. Lewis Black went on Stavi's World. And Dion Cole was the guest on the Harland Highway. Before we hear about new specials, a quick word from today's sponsor, MyBookie. 
Everybody knows that football season is the best time of year. And this year it's getting even better because of my bookie and their no strings attached cash bonus that all of you can access right now when you use our link to make an account. Use promo code JKWRLD and you can receive up to $200 in cash bonus instantly deposited to your MyBookie account. This basically means not only do you get a sweet bonus for free, but once you bet your initial deposit amount, MyBookie lets you cash out anytime, which is actually super user friendly compared to some other betting platforms that I've used. Again, that's promo code JKWRLD to claim your cash bonus. It's almost like Joke World, but there's no vowels. Whether it's college football, the NFL, or some other sport, you can bet anything, anytime, anywhere, only with my bookie. Now back to the video. As far as new stand-up specials go, they're either out right now or coming out soon. Michelle Wolf has a new three-part series out on Netflix right now called It's Great to Be Here. We also have new specials out on YouTube right now from Joe Bartnick and Sarah Tolmash that are both definitely worth a watch. I saw a guy walk into a job interview with a Frappuccino once. I'm like, good luck, buddy. <laughs> What a great way to tell your employer that you're responsible, like starting your day off with a milkshake. <laughs> like, okay. It had extra drizzle on it. Guest Digital also continued their run of weekly specials. Last week, we got 30 minutes with Colm Terrell, followed by 30 minutes with Jordan Jensen, which came out this week. We all can do it. I piss men off. I fucking, I drive people crazy. I've been going through so many breakups. Anybody else? <laughs> I'm going through a lot of break. I'm really difficult to date. I'm a pain in the ass. I just, I, I, uh, it's not going to balance there. We didn't think that through. Cool. I'm not going to, I'm going to close it up. Okay. You're going to be a water girl. Just chuck that at me whenever I need it. Would you? I'm going to go like this. I'm not kidding. They're laughing, but I'm being serious. You're going to chuck it right here. If you fuck up, I'm going to hurt you. Like my mother hurts me. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> You'll never be her son and she's upset about it. All right. Anyway. There's also a few specials that will be coming out relatively soon. Salvo Cano filmed his debut stand-up comedy special this past weekend in Chicago at the Vic Theater, which is very exciting. We'll be sure to keep a close eye on a release date there. And Tuesdays with Stories had another live theater show full of hilarious moments. This time it took place in Philadelphia and featured Joe DeRosa and Umar Khan. This is their third live show in the past six months. Mark and Joe on stage in front of an audience of Tuesdays with a great guest panel is always a fantastic vibe. So be sure to check that out out if you're looking for any extra comedy content this week. Thank you so much for watching this video and for the love of God, please subscribe. At Joke World. That's it, at Joke World. And the world is W-R-L-D.